Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Rancy. The Pips, the Players, the Hustlers, the People of Boston, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. We welcome our AM Radio affiliates back momentarily. Thanks to Tony Finn for joining us on the program. So, um, like I said, not a lot of people, I said this earlier today on Game Time, said not a lot of people would be bang, uh, bang off these shows like this. And uh, look at me. I'm looking great uh, as well. <laughs> I mean, not great, but very good. Um... Which, you know, we did a show last night, man. We had, we had a flight this morning and, like, you know, we left it. We left. So there's always going to be an incident with me, right? Nothing's ever going to be fully simple, right? It just It's just the way that it is. I don't know what it is. It is what it is. So it's relatively smooth. I was worried about getting an Uber this morning at, like, 5.15 in the morning. I'm like, man, it might be a little while. Like, it's not like there's a million of these drivers around and stuff. So... And they always lie, Uber. It always says, like, oh, yeah, yeah, six minutes and stuff at first, right? And then you look, once you hit and confirm, it's like 14 minutes. Or, and, you know, this hotel is not remote, but like I said, so I was a little concerned. So I look, it's like, all right. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy. And I see I see the guy's like uh, 11 miles away. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's 11 miles away, okay? So he's the only guy up at this time. So he's 11 miles away and he's coming here. It says it's going to be 11 minutes. I'm thinking, really? A guy's going to go, you're going to go a mile a minute here? All right. So he actually shows up like pretty quickly and stuff. I'm like, wow, this is actually a pretty good start. So I get in the guy's Uber and stuff. And <laughs> we drive like, we drive like to the corner and stuff. And I'm thinking, all right, this is pretty smooth, right? We're off and running. And, and, Lo and behold, the guy tells me, he goes, looks behind me, he goes, how you doing, man? I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like 5.30 in the morning. I don't really feel like talking. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, he goes, man, he goes, you're my first guy of the day. He goes, I just woke up. And then he's freaking me out. He goes, I was working till 3 in the morning last night, and I slept. I went home and slept for two hours, and then now here I am again. I'm thinking, oh, this is great. This guy's tired. And, right? And right away, a truck nearly hit us. Right? And I'm like, oh, God. Like, I hate that. I hate New York and L.A. Ubers, man, right on the freeway. It's like you're putting your life in the hands of some dude you never met before, right? At least a taxi driver. He's out on the road a lot. Like, right? So this guy, he's a cool dude. He's cranking music. It's like 530 in the morning. He's cranking music and stuff. And then he looks to me and he goes, man, he goes, uh, he goes, listen, man, I forgot my wallet at home. And he goes, what time's your flight at anyways? He goes, you think we can go get my wallet? Do you believe this with this? I saw the guy was coming from 11 miles away, too. Imagine getting in an Uber and the guy asks you, imagine the guy asks you if you can go to his house with him. He goes, when's your flight anyways? He goes, do you think we could turn around? He goes, do you mind if I speak? But he goes, it'd be real fast, man. You mind if I just go back and grab my wallet? And right away, I was like, no, no. I said, no, man. I said, no, man. I got to get to the airport, bro. So I can't be like, <laughs> and I said, no, man. Right? And then he goes, well, he goes, damn, man. He goes, I can't cancel. And then he tells me, he goes, I hope we have enough gas to get there. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I said, what? He goes, we don't have a lot of gas. <laughs> Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Uh, just telling a little Uber story in between the AM radio affiliate breaks. I'll get back to it after. I'll set the stage again. I've been in Ubers. I've almost seen it all, like everything. You name it. Like, I, New York Ubers are, like, the craziest in Jersey and stuff. It's actually funny sometimes, but other times, like, you think you're going to die. Like, like sometimes you think you're going to die. Like, you know what I mean? And this dude, I didn't think I was going to die with, but uh, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit uh, later on. But it was actually a first. Like I said, I never, I never experienced what happened to me today uh, in which, and basically I got a flight to catch, and this guy's talking about not having enough gas in the car and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so uh, not enough gas in the car, not enough gas in the tank either. San Diego lose again. San Francisco win one nothing. Wow. Wow. Like this, this, this is just um, a disastrous week. You know, weekend. The week starts like this. Things are getting really interesting uh, right now. The Milwaukee Brewers pick up a half a game without playing. They're now just one game out of the wild card, as it is right now. The Atlanta Braves are up four. Uh, Philadelphia is in. San Diego are hanging on right now by one game over the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, the Milwaukee Brewers are trending in the wrong direction, but so are San Diego. So are San Diego. And Milwaukee are playing the Rays, which won't be easy. But San Diego need to stop the bleeding soon. Right? Like, you know, once, you know, once, it, once, you know, just visually, once you're not in the playoffs anymore, that's when the pressure starts. But at the same point in time, there's still there's still a lot of baseball left, man. There's still like 50 plus games left uh, for teams, so everything is going to play itself out. You know, I'll tell you what, the Baltimore Orioles are now one and a half games out of a playoff spot. Nobody's running away with anything in the American League. The Blue Jays are five and five in their last ten. The Rays are five and five in their last ten. The Mariners um, are five and five in their last ten, and they're about to lose again right now. Baltimore and Cleveland are the only teams that are actually winning. And don't look now, but the White Sox are still lingering around right now. You know, even though it's football season, this baseball um, this baseball season's been very interesting. It's flying by too. We got George Kurtz going to be stepping up and in. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Frank Schwab joins us. Yahoo Sports. We talk NFL football as well. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late night with Gabe Marinci. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. Frank Schwab will join us later. We got George Kurtz coming up in a minute here. 
So it's telling a story. So I'm I'm going to the airport. It's like five in the morning, and you know it's always you know it's always stressful and. And listen, LAX is also a madhouse all the time as well, right? And LA traffic, it's like even at 5.30 in the morning, there's a bunch of traffic and stuff. So there's not a lot of room for air. And I always personally prefer a taxi over an Uber to an airport, right? You can't screw around, you know, with, with a flight and stuff. And you're basically, you're taking an Uber. You're basically trusting a stranger to get you to the airport on time. And it's happened to me a couple of times. Once in Newark, Buddy just didn't know where the hell he was going. It was like his first day, basically, in America. And he was driving an Uber. <laughs> like, like, you know, I ended up in Camden or something. Like, I was basically, and I was freaking out. Like, and Buddy wanted to kill me. He was a big dude. He wasn't happy because I started mouthing off in the back, and you know, and stuff. And I've had a lot of bad experiences with airport runs and Ubers in the morning. There was another time I was with Cam once in Toronto, and there was the same thing. Some dude from Finland. Nice dude, man, but... He did the same thing. He got lost somehow. <laughs> like and me and Cam were like losing it. We thought we were gonna miss the plane. So you can't play around with this stuff. See, I, I never happened to me before. This guy, so he's a cool dude, but he goes, Do you mind if we go back to my place and pick up my wallet? I was like, God no. I said, No, man, I got no time for this. I said, We're we're on the clock as it is now, man. And he goes, Ah, oh. he goes, Well, I think we have enough gas to get there. <laughs> That's what he says to me. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I'm like, of all dudes, like, why me? Why me? Why can't I just have a smooth ride where instead of me having to worry suddenly? So then I'm like, so, dude, I'm like, so we got a problem here? So then finally, I'm like, listen, I'll tip you cash, all right? So, like, so basically, he goes, no, no, don't worry about it. He goes, no, don't worry, I'll figure something out. As he tells me, he goes, I'll figure something out. He goes, it's not your problem. I'm thinking, no, it's not, actually, but you're sort of making it my problem now. It's 5.30 in the morning, and I'm trying to get to the airport, and you're stressing me out about having enough gas in the car, right? So he goes, I'll figure something out. So we're sort of getting there, and he goes, man, we're cutting this tight and stuff. And so basically, I hooked the guy up. I tipped him 20 bucks. That's all I had. I had a $20 bill. I only had 20s on me. And I tipped him 20 bucks. Uh, I said, here's some gas money, man, to get out of here after stuff. So thanks, thanks for getting me here. So yeah, always an adventure, man. Always an adventure. But hey, there's no taxis. LA is a crappy taxi town. New York, there's a million of them. Um, it's weird how like New Jersey, there's no taxis, but in New York, there's a million of them type deal. Like LA is a bad taxi town. It's an Uber town, and whatever, man. You get into an Uber, you get into an Uber, and you never know what's gonna happen. You know what, speaking of Ubers, after the Dodger game, it was uh, $98 for the Uber to get out of there. It's pretty expensive. <laughs> $98 Uber. $98 Uber for something that would normally be like, you know, 12 13 type thing. $98 is the price gouge, the peak price after a Dodger game to get out of there. Because some dude rolled up to me in an SUV after. There's just dudes that, like, pick, you know, offer rides and stuff out there. And um, in the you know SUVs, driver type guys, and like he said, how much? I said, how much? He told me a hundred bucks. I'm like, whoa! I said, it's a little pricey. Then I call an Uber, and it's like ninety eight dollars. I'm like, hey, you know what? That guy wasn't wrong. <laughs> it's a hundred bucks. That's what I paid to get out of there at the playoff game too. I remember I was very upset. They lost one nothing to the Giants uh, that playoff night. I just wanted to get the hell out of there. And uh, the only way out was to pay somebody a hundred bucks, and uh, I did it willingly. Uh, George Kurtz, who I remember that night, won nothing. San Francisco won the playoff game. And San Francisco wins tonight, won nothing. San Diego, bro. Wow. Like, wow, George. They, they, it's, it's unbelievable what's happening to this team right now. They're just falling apart. Brooker only one game back. How you doing, George? I'm doing well. Yankees figured things out, right? So, uh, doing well here. We talked about this last night, right, with the Padres. It'd be the greatest thing if uh, they don't make the playoffs. I said I would – I think I would find it very funny. You make the big move, Soto, you're the, one of the best players in the game. You give up all these prospects, and you just tank the rest of the season and don't get in the playoffs. It'd be great. <laughs> you're just – come on, George. You know we're on in San Diego, right? You want people to hate you? Like, um, it'd be really great, he says. I just find this situation <laughs> to be somewhat fun. You, know, you just like chaos and people's misery. I right? do. You're, you're, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely true. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Mike Cardano's the same way. It must be a New York thing. <laughs> Cardano loves chaos, George. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's good any, for all any, business. Any story that's just bad, Cardano likes. Like he gets a grin. Oh, yeah, it's good. I like this. Like, you know, any time, like there's something implodes. Uh, it's been a crazy night tonight. I didn't even know what the hell was going on in the real world tonight. I'm doing a bunch of sports shows and stuff. I get off here and I see see a bunch of crazy tweets. I'm like, what the hell's going on, man? I'm like, what the hell happened? People are like, oh, this is nuts and this and that. And like, I'm like, wow, a crazy night. But that's uh, we're not here for that. <laughs> we're not. We're not. But I did the only tweet that I retweeted about. So basically, Trump Mar-a-Lago got raided tonight. Um, so the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago earlier in the day or in the morning or today, whatever the hell it was, overnight or in the dark, in the darkness. Sorry, it's hot. I got a little water in here. Uh, <laughs> But uh, the best tweet I saw was someone with Columbo. Uh, just one more thing. Uh, do you have any documents in the basement? <laughs> there was someone at Columbo's. Uh, just, just one more thing. I was just wondering, you got any documents in that safe? So, uh, yeah, crazy night tonight. Olivia Newton-John died uh, early, earlier in the day, uh, today. Uh, and then and, and your Yankees uh, got it done tonight. And, you know, George, everybody was on Seattle tonight and should have known yep. better. I was I was worried Same about here. it. Everybody was on Seattle. Not one person like the Yankees today. It made sense for Seattle. Yankees are going, uh, I know it's not technically cross-country, but from Missouri to uh, Seattle, it's a long trip. The Yankees have lost uh, five straight games where I'm playing well. Uh I did have the over because Gilbert, the Yankees did hit Gilbert last week, so I thought they hit him again. I thought I just thought Seattle would beat up on Talion. They really didn't. What, did he give up two, three hits? I think he gave up three hits in the game here. He did walk three in a row. So I just thought um, I thought it was a good spot for Seattle as well. But the Yankees seem to have right of the ship here. As I judge, it is 44th, so uh, everything seems to be going their way again. But Castillo tomorrow, I'm going back to the well with Seattle tomorrow. Like I said, Castillo's beaten the Yankees twice already this season in, what, the past month? Once with Cincinnati, once with, uh, with the Mariners here. So I think he pitches well against them again. And the Yankees also lost Matt Carpenter tonight, who uh, fractured his foot uh, by fouling a ball off it. He, it was his That's back too foot, bad. too. Yeah, he's a good story, right? But it was his back yeah, what foot. what a great yeah, story. You never see a guy foul a ball off their back foot. It's rare. That's it crazy yeah, it works like what a nice story yeah, Chapman had been right like like they oh the great just a great great story and um yeah it's too bad that this this has happened to him so as you mentioned Cole is on the hill here tomorrow minus 136 Sherpan brought this up to me earlier in the night tonight that um will there be a run in the first inning is 14 and 7 to the yes with Garrett Cole this year Listen, man, we know he's he gives up a ton of home runs in the first inning all the time, this guy, right? And then, conversely, maybe the Yankees score in the first as well. So, you're sort of getting a bang for your buck here with Cole pitching. Yeah, four, 21 starts, George, 14 and 7 to the over. Will there be a run in the first inning to the yes? I did not know that stat. And the last time I get Seattle, Cole, it makes three sense. home runs in the first They hit inning. three off him. Right. Didn't he, did he give up three were... home runs twice, George, in the first inning, or am I making that up? Or what, what happened? I think he like, got he gave... early in the year, too. Yeah, he, he did, yes, he did, yes. Yeah. As well. yeah, he I, did, yeah. I want to say Baltimore offhand, but I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, I think yeah, Baltimore yeah. at the stadium. Yeah, in a the game they won, uh, I remember that. Yeah, they won the game, but anyways. Yeah, because yeah, I remember because it was like, oh, he's the first Yankee pitcher ever to do this, to give up three home runs in the first three at-bats. And then... And then I saw that he was the first pitcher ever, ever to give up three home runs in the first inning twice in the same year. I think it was like he's he's always been known for giving up home runs in the first, but it's really been magnified. And I got to tell you, like, yeah, it'll be interesting to see George now the third time they've seen Castillo if they can hit him, huh? Uh, I mean, Rizzo should be back in the lineup tomorrow. It looks like he'll come back, uh, missing the four games. That'll help. But uh, Castillo, I mean. They've barely touched them. They really have barely touched them. So I don't think things are going to change tomorrow. You look at the Yankee lineup, too. Without Carpenter now, they'll call up, I imagine they'll call up Andujar. That'd be my guess. I don't know if he can get there in time. Uh, the Yankees are out west here. Uh, but that Yankee lineup, Stanton's not ready. He's just starting baseball activity. So the lineup. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. George Kurtz uh, kicking with us uh, right now. We appreciate uh, Kurtz's time. Frank Schwab will join us from uh, Yahoo Sports in Level 3. We're going to some NFL football with Frank. We'll talk NFL in a couple of moments. Just wrapping up uh, the baseball uh, proceedings uh, this evening. Yankees up 9-3 right now in the bottom of the ninth inning in a game that just won't end. The game has obviously gone over uh, the number. What do you think of uh, tomorrow's baseball card, uh, George? Let's do the full slate, right? Today was a, today was a, it was not only was it a short slate with only seven games, but it was, it was also a, a lot of crap ass slate. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did well though. Besides losing yeah, this, like uh, besides losing right, San Diego. Yeah, I no, you know what? That was crazy, George. I didn't bet the game tonight, the Seattle game. I bet the series. I bet the series. I took Seattle plus 115 in the series instead of betting the game tonight. I was going to bet the game tonight, but I ended up not. I got a weird feeling before the game started that I was like, you know what? I already have to win the series. I don't really need to double up. This isn't the Dodgers here, right? Like, So I'm not going to double up on it. So I'm still alive, sort of, but now I've got to win the next two games, bro. Right? I got that at plus 115, so I need the game tomorrow now. And then it gives me a puncher's chance on Wednesday. Who's pitching Wednesday for the uh, Mariners? It's not Gonzalez, so you get a break there. Uh, I wonder if it's uh, Kirby. I'll get you Kirby, the, uh, really the, like your chance. the official That's pitching. That's who you want it to be. As it is uh, right now. And I say, I know it's not Gonzalez because he pitched Sunday. It's Robbie Ray. Oh, okay, that's not so bad either. It's Cortez versus Ray right now. Yeah, Ray, Ray versus Cortez, 4 o'clock game there. Yeah, you'll take a shot. You'll yeah, it's an early game. So, uh... Ooh, Clayton Holmes just pinged uh, Suarez right in the middle of the back. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Holmes still doesn't have control of his fastball here. So, uh, anyway, back to tomorrow's slate. Uh, you know me. I'm going to have some parlays going. I like the Phillies tomorrow, but they'll be in a parlay. Uh, maybe with the Mets. Uh, could be also with uh, anybody playing Washington right now, by the way. Uh, pretty much love that. I think Washington's just I, – I don't, I don't know if they win 10 more games the rest of the season. Chicago Cubs and Stroman tomorrow still. Minus 196 with the Cubs and Stroman. That's how bad Washington is. All right, when you're paying that kind of price to the Chicago Cubs this year, damn, that's too much uh, for me. I don't, actually, I don't think I'll go that direction as far as that's concerned. Um, looking for my uh, – no, St. Louis, Nicholas, I like him, but I'm not going against Colorado there. I went on, I went on Arizona tonight, but it's only because Zach Gallon was pitching. It's the only reason I took them. Do we keep betting against San Diego? All right, it's I hard to trust them as a favorite right now. I got to tell you, I like laying a big price again. I like the under in this game. I'm not betting them. I lost with them tonight in a parlay with the Mets. Those chalk parlays will always kill you, man. I was on Baltimore tonight. I took Baltimore yeah. winner. I took the Cincinnati Reds. 
plus four and a half in game, George, and I won. <laughs> they were plus four and a half. They were down three one. It was plus four and a half. And I'm like, come on, man. I'm getting four and a half runs, and I ended up losing by four. So I won that. But then I lost with uh, with the parlay with the with the back end. I had the Mets to win, but I took the Reds in game plus four and a half. So I was feeling pretty good about it. I won the WNBA game. I've been good with the WNBA recently. I've been on a real roll there. Um, I knew I knew Dallas were going to win tonight. They were just better, right? And so Dallas covered. I won the player prop we gave you with the Mabry over sixteen and a half. I think she had thirty one points tonight actually. Um, so we were rolling, George, all along. Like if not for me betting on Seattle, it'd be a nice night tonight because I bet more on that series. I got caught up in it. I'm like, oh, Seattle this, Seattle that, and yeah, I got a little too caught up in this. Now they got to win tomorrow. I think they will win tomorrow. I think Castillo has the Yankees number right now, so uh, Yankees better hope they don't end up playing Seattle at some You don't want to play Seattle in the playoffs anyway because you don't want to make that trip uh, once or twice during the uh, series either. So uh, I, I think you're in good shape there. And Cole just has not come up big in big games. Not that tomorrow's really a big game for the Yankees. It's really not when you think about it. But you know, he, just, he just hasn't been that guy. He's not that guy. He's certainly not DeGrom or Scherzer, guys you know, to come lock down. You know, I think he'll I think he'll pitch better. He certainly won't give up three home runs in the first inning. But I don't think he's gonna lock down Seattle. I think Seattle scored just enough to uh, win once again where Castillo get his third win versus the Yankees. Otani last time he pitched, strikeout prop was uh, eight and a half, and I believe he got to seven actually only in in his last start. Tawny's the big yeah, favorite. Uh, yeah, me too. What do you think about this tomorrow? You're going to go back to the well with Otani here in a strikeout prop. Hard to take the Angels. It's kind of the only time they win when he pitches, but I don't trust them. I think the Astros are a little short-priced. At least the Astros are good parlay material tomorrow. And I wonder about the Dodgers against the Twins, but I think the Dodgers probably keep it rolling. I'm kind of, you know, I think the Dodgers, you're probably right, but plus 180 with the Twins, that's a pretty good team there. Uh, assuming that Buxton's going to play, I might give a, give a ride with the uh, Twins here, just as the dog here. But I want to see who's in the lineup. Buxton's been, giving, uh, been given a lot of days off lately. So if he sits there, I won't do that. Uh, you're right about the Angels. I probably will take the prop a little time. You're playing Oakland. Not a good team. All right? Not anyone's definition of a good team. So uh, I think I'll take the over uh, first prop there. I, I uh, strikeout prop. I assume it'll be eight and a half. So I think I'll ride with it there. It won't be a big play. Did get screwed by it last time. I think he really got screwed by it last time. Didn't he have five through three innings too? And he was rolling and then just died at the end. So it was a, it was a frustrating Otani start last time. So I think he gets back on track here. George Kurtz, uh, kid with a sports grid uh, radio and television network, said uh, George Kurtz. So. Just for the record, actually, George, here we are still right now. Notice Nazem Kadri still unsigned. I remember we were talking about him. There was all the Islander rumors before. Like, wow, this is unbelievable, huh? That like there he's still no out there right now. He's 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 either signed with somebody or he's got a handshake agreement. There's I don't no believe way that. he's a free agent. I, I don't do. believe that. I don't. We're not hearing anything about him. Nothing. Nil, not. He's not visiting any teams. We're not hearing any rumors or anything. It's just completely quiet. I think he's waiting for a team to clear cap room. You know, and uh, I think it's. I don't think teams, that not. a guy. I don't think that a player would. Number one, the league would flip out, George. You can't, they can't start playing games like this. The players' union would flip out. And. I don't think like the, he, they're smart enough. It's almost like a conspiracy. Like that. I don't think anyone's well, smart enough to pull this best. off. Lemerle did it yeah. last year. Stuff. I don't know, like, if, if you're Kadri, if you're Kadri, so what, that, that means he didn't get any offers then, because there's no way it was his dream to play for the Islanders, right? It wasn't like, it oh, yeah, this is doesn't make any sense for him to be the, with the Islanders, by the way, because you think about it, uh, the Islanders, Barzell, Nelson, Sezikis, yeah, but where are the other go. teams that want to sign him, George? How come nobody wants to sign him? I've told you, yeah, nobody they, likes him. I told you. I this. don't think I don't think there's always somebody. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be a mass murderer. There's always somebody who wants to. Oh, I know, but where anything. where how he still isn't signed? <laughs> he still isn't. I, I see. I think I think he is though. I think he is. Uh, you know, like say either he's either signed with the Islanders and lose not announcing it, or he has a handshake agreement with somebody, and that somebody's probably Colorado. Anyways, uh, yes, okay, we're going to sign you, yeah, whatever, you know. That's the only one that I would buy in. That's the only one I would buy in, George, because I don't believe that Kadri, and I, I, I think this to be that I think it would be smart of him, I don't think they would trust any team enough to do that, George. Like, you're talking about money. Like, if he had a bunch of contract offers, he's not going to say, well, no, I got some sort of handshake agreement in two months with somebody, right? He's going to take the money, 
right? Like, especially like, oh, he's this prize-free agent. People are going to offer him. I think that basically he asked for too much. Right, that he thinks, you know, he thought that he was going to get like really, really elite type of money, or like you said, that he's just going back to Colorado because I think that's the team that he would trust, right? That they would say, "Listen, we're not going to screw you. Just give us, you know, give us time on this, and we'll do this before the season starts. We'll figure this out." I don't think he would trust somebody else to do that. I would, I would agree. I would agree. It'd be silly to to, to do that. Even though I think it would probably work out fine, I don't think I would trust either. The only other team. You know, that would make some sense here. But I don't think they would play this game. There'd be no reason to because, hey, you don't want to renounce Kyrie to build up the momentum. Hey, look who we signed here. All the other signs we made here. The Red Wings are well under the cap. They could do it, and they could certainly use a center. You know, you're looking at their team. But there's, there'd be no reason for them not to announce it. None. Like I said, it, it does make sense for the Islanders because they – No, they if they were going to do it, they already would have done it. I mean, right. rookies are reporting. They're little rookie camps and stuff. Like, they would have done it. It's you know weird. what I mean? And listen, I live on the island, man. The island fans want to hang Lamarillo right about now. You know, he was—he promises so much stuff. He fires trots. Oh, we're gonna make some hockey trades. He's made nothing. Keep trading number one picks away, and uh, you know the Islanders haven't gotten any better, none since the end of the season. So Islander fans are angry right now. They're, I, and as an Islander fan, listen, I like Codley. I kind of like his attitude, what he brings. But we don't—the Islanders don't need a center. They need scoring wings. And Kyrie's only scored more than 30 goals once in his career. And he's not signing with the Islanders, by the way, to play wing. It'd be somebody else moving to wing. And is that going to work? Is Barzell going to be a better player at wing? Nelson, better wing? Yeah, that's it. It's, it's weird. That's why I don't... Even though I think it does make... Uh, because Lamarillo has done this in the past. I don't know if he's coming. We'll see. We'll see if you're right about the, the agreement. I think there's more to it. I think there's more to it. Late night anger management class. This is sports rage. I am Renzi. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Class, this is Sports Ridge. I am Marenzi. Pips, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, everybody else in between. George Kurtz kicking with us. So, Larry Brooks at the New York Post is uh, reporting that Kadri, Kadri wants a seven year deal at $9 million per. I just told you the same thing, George, before even knowing this, uh, the Larry Brooks uh, story here that just came out uh, hours ago, um, that he's asking for too much. Like, people don't like him. I'm just telling you, like, teams don't like him to begin with. Like, GMs don't like him. You know what I mean? I know that you'd say, oh, he's the type of guy you want on your team, but GMs are stuck in their ways, George. Like, they've never liked him before. Um, He's been suspended a bunch of times. 
a lot of people will say, you know what? Yeah, he played well on Colorado in a contract year, right? And he's, you know what I mean? And he did play well, right? But you can't take it away from him. But he's insane, George, if he thinks he's getting $9 million per year at seven years. Like, like, I agree. Are you repping yourself, bro, on this? Like, are you drunk? Like, are you still celebrating? Like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, you know what I mean? Like, seriously. No, I'm telling you. I told you this for weeks. The GMs are like, you're crazy, bro. Like, hey, dude, like, he's nuts. He's not going to get this from anybody. You're an Islander fan. You want to give him seven, nine, nine, seven? Do you want to do that? That's crazy. No, not a third. He's 32. Uh, 30, you mentioned the, uh, what Colorado offered him, right? Uh, it was eight, yeah, three or four. Yeah, that, four that years max. Awesome. Yeah. Colorado was like, we're not doing a seven-year deal. I would do that. Uh, I would not give him – I'm not a 32-year-old. No, that'd be, that'd be nuts. Uh, you know me. I'm against long-term contracts for anybody. More than someone uh, – and I like – I do like Cardi. I like the player, but he's not a – I guess you might call him a star, maybe. I think that's maybe a strong, a good player. How about that? Uh, but he's not a superstar. Certainly not that. Yeah, but they don't have the money anymore in Colorado either. That's the thing. No, they they have to trade somebody. They, and they, they can't afford it now. McKinnon. They want to sign Nathan McKinnon this offseason before uh, next year, so that's going to be some problems as well. But some people think they got to uh, trade uh, Samuel Girard to make this work, but they don't want to trade him because defense is so important. You know what I say? I say he ends up on. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know, dude. I, I didn't think we we're gonna talk hockey. Here. I was gonna say I don't know all the cap situations and all this, but I could see the Rangers coming in on this with uh, yeah, with they, Kadri. They don't have it. No, they, they don't have enough. No, the Rangers have enough trouble assigning their own people. Well, those teams find ways, George, if they really want someone. And yeah, all I was gonna say though is Kadri's gonna screw. Kadri screwed himself here on this. And what he's going to have to, what's going to happen now? He's going to sign on a really good team now. So my deal is he probably, that's why I'm thinking of Rangers or so who else, who's a good team with money? Like, I don't know, like someone that, or NHL teams are pretty creative with money. I mean, look at the lightning, George, look at the Tampa and look at uh, Vegas. Like, you know what I mean? So they find ways, don't they? Yeah. I don't really care about caps. Yes, 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 yes. Like the NHL, bro. Don't tell me that the Rangers couldn't make it work if they really wanted to. Um, They just do it. (laughs) Whatever. They pay the fine behind the scenes, whatever happens. But I'm just saying like, I can see him getting, Getting seven and a half million per year for like two, three years from a good team. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he overplayed his hand. He overplayed his hand, I think. There's nothing wrong with asking. You can ask for whatever you want to ask. You can ask a seven nine. Yeah, know, but we're in August eight, now. Nine. He doesn't have a job. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That that has to come down. After the first people have days, cap issues, that, George, right? Like it's gotta go away. It, teams right now actually are trying to shed contracts more than take contracts on. You know, they're trying to get the teams, the uh, teams, bad teams like Arizona to buy these contracts out. We'll give you a draft pick. You know, uh, so it's gonna be very difficult for him. I say, it, let's let's just, let's assume Brooks is right and that he doesn't have a uh, a deal in hand here. The only team that can really sign him is the Detroit. And like I said, the other two teams, uh, Colorado Islands, would have to make other moves to get him in there. The Islanders have to make another move as well. They they can't afford, you know, really more than probably six million because they got to sign Dobson and they got to sign. Um, oh God, I can't remember the, the name of the Feds when they go. Uh, He's gonna Montreal. They got to sign these guys, and they only have, they only about eleven million under right now. And Dobson's gonna Dobson and the other defensemen are gonna take up about eight of that. So the Islanders have to make another move to get Cadre. He's going to end up on some good team for, like, a shorter deal. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Like, he played himself. Like, I don't know, the Bruins or somebody. Like, he'll just pop up somewhere. What about Buffalo? Wouldn't they have money? Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Buffalo yeah, have money? They would. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think they would. Yeah, like, who are they paying? Um, there's a bunch of teams You, you mentioned money. Boston, though. Boston would be interesting because yeah. we talk about long-term IR. They're sort of bringing all, uh, these new, all the old guys back. One last push at the cup. You bring Kadri in now, too. You know what I'm saying? He'd fit in with that style, too, you know? He would. Well, him and Brad Marchand? Come oh, on. Yeah. Be, that'd be, that would be. On Earth. I'd pay to watch that, actually, even me. I'd be <laughs> Like, you're right. Like, between the two of them, would be like, oh, my God. Which one of them is going to piss someone off tonight, right? Like, what's going to happen tonight? It'd be great. Like, that really would be amazing. It'd be interesting. The only Muslim guy in the league on the Boston Bruins. <laughs> that, that'd, be, that'd be pretty wild. But they, they, they actually are a team because of the long-term IR. McAvoy's going to go on it. He's not back until uh, December. I think Bergeron's going to be out a while, too. So, think with those guys on long-term IR. It's interesting. They would be a team that could use that to their advantage, and Kyrie could cover for them until you know, give them some extra boost here until those guys return. So I kind of like that where you're going with that. 
I like the Red Wings. I'm not saying Kadri for the Red Wings, but I do like the Red Wings' direction they're going. I think they got some good young players. I think. Like, yeah, Ottawa, like, love what Ottawa's done. Oh, Ottawa, yeah. You know, actually, George, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, FanDuel's actually got NHL point totals up for the season already. I did not. I know they've had the, you know, yeah. as far as division wins the Stanley Cup, I did not know they had point totals already. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. Huh? It's pretty pretty early for this, it seems. But, yeah, and I was excited about Ottawa because I'm like, man, I think people are going to be sleeping on Ottawa. No one really knows about Ottawa. And the sports books do, George. You know what their win total or their point total is? 85 and a half. I think they can go over that. It's a tough division, you know, but I think they're a uh, maybe one player short of being uh, really a, a possible wild card team. But it is a rough division with uh, Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Boston. I mean, my God, Detroit we think is getting better as well here. The, uh, the Eastern Conference is loaded. That's the only thing I think is really holding it back. I like what Ottawa has done. I like a lot of what they've done here. I think they can get past that total. You're wondering what your New York Islanders are? No, no. <laughs> I know where they are. It's less than 80. It should be less than 85 and a half. My God, how about this? It's 94 and a half. I'll take the under right now. Easy. You got to bet the under this, huh? They were bad. How the hell are they getting to 95 points right this team? You just talked about how hard this, this conference is. No, I mean, look at their the division; it's a little easier, but like than than the Atlantic. But still, it is. It is but there's the, they're not a, the best thing about the Islanders was Barry Trotz and Lou fired him. They were winning games <laughs> because of Trotz's system, right? He was so good that when they played that disciplined system, it was boring hockey. It, it certainly was. It wasn't. It wasn't fun watching Islander games. But when they played that system, they were a very good team, and Lou fired him. All right, no, I'll take the under on that any day. As the team is currently constructed, if they make some moves in the next month, you know, we can revisit this. But the Islanders, in my mind, are not, uh, certainly not a playoff team this year. Nowhere close. George Kurtz uh, kicking with us. So, George, the New York Giants win total is 7.5 right now. It's plus 125 to the over. Under 7.5 is minus 145. From a fantasy football perspective, do you trust Saquon Barkley? All the reports are uh, are glowing, right? That he's killing it and all this other type of stuff. Are you buying into the Saquon Barkley hype or are you going to pass for fantasy, for fantasy football purposes? What's your take? Well, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle of a slow draft right now with everybody from Roto-Wire, so uh, I do not have Barkley. I think he went in the second round offhand. I've done, I think, four regular drafts as far as year-long drafts, not keeper, not dynasty leagues. I've done a bunch of best balls, and I might have Barkley in one or two best ball leagues. But as far as year-long, I'm, I'm pretty much of the mind, uh, Gabe, let him be someone else's problem. You know, he would have to fall to me, right? The value is just too good. Round three, all right, fine. He's still there. And there's no one else I want to take, fine. I'll grab him. I, the Giants, I don't know what Daniel Jones is going to be. I don't think it'll be all that good. Who knows what the wide receiving core is going to be. Uh, no, I don't trust this offense. I do think the offensive line is better than it's been in years. But no, uh, fantasy-wise, let him be someone else's problem. I'm not touching him. And I'm looking at some numbers here. Zach Wilson, total passing touchdowns this year. Over, under 20 and a half. It's barely won a game. It's barely won a game. And I, I think the Jets have done some good things this offseason, by the way. I'll take the over on that. Uh, he Will was you? terrible for the first 12 games last year, but he was decent. Or at least he took the next For step. the record, he threw nine game. touchdown passes last year. Well, he did miss some games. How many games? It's a play? big jump. It's a big jump up to twenty and a half. So, but from a fantasy perspective, George, in the second half of the season, and fantasy correlates into prop betting too, guys, and everything. Like, but in the second half of the season, he was pretty good, wasn't he? From like a DFS standpoint, with his legs too. Yes, because he'll give you those, uh, you know, 20, 30 yards rushing here. The Jets made some good moves during the offseason, right? Uh, if it works out for them. You know, as far as those players they added, I can see that oh, they're not going to be a great team or anything, but I can see them being watchable. You know, where they were <laughs> unwatchable for years, but I think they're you know, living in New Their York. win total is five and a half. You think they win six games? Well, now that's a different question. <laughs> Do I think they? I always bet games? the under the Jets every year. I'm like, nah, they're terrible. I'm not I always know, but now I'm, I'm like, nah, they the they could win six or seven games. Win. I think. They could win. I think the some people think more, George, but I'm not fully buying in. Let's slow down on this. Plus, the kid quarterback could be a problem, bro. Like he does have athletic ability. He needs to make better decisions. 
you know, uh, hopefully when the season starts, the drama stops, George, with, you know what I mean? Like, hopefully it's just his off-season fun. Like, stay focused, kid, here. Like, you know what I mean? You got to win football games. You're the second pick in the NFL draft. Act like it, play like it, and live it, as opposed to, uh, you know, whatever the hell you're doing out there. Man. I got to lean to the over with the Jets. I really do. <laughs> I do as well. It's crazy to I say, think, but I think they can win six or seven games. I think they had a very good offseason. I like what they've done. I think Wilson will take the next step. I'm not being great. I'm just taking the next step in his progression. Yeah, had Brees Hall, Brees Hall and Michael Carter. That's a nice one-two punch there. Their wide receiving core is very interesting. Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios. No way Braxton Berrios plays 17 games, uh, but still, it's interesting. No, they got good. They're good skill position players. Hall's a great running back. He's very good. Like, um... They fixed tight end game with Uzumon Conklin, two solid I see Becton's hurt now, though. Um, Becton's going to be out. I don't think Becton wants to, wants to play football. The injury is legit. Yeah. You know, a, ch- a chip fracture and something to his patella, too. They're not sure what that is, but this sounds like another lost season for him. I don't think he wants to play football anyway. So uh, that's a problem, you know, to make it up at right tackle. That probably is their big, uh, biggest weakness is the offensive line. And let's face it, they can't protect Wilson or they can't open up holes. It could cause all sorts of problems here. Uh, that being said, I still need to go over their total. I'm, I haven't bet the over, but I'm, I know I'm not betting the under. Yeah, me too. Like I've hammered the under. Like well, last year, I was really I had that was like my best bet. Right, they were going. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the Bears this year under six and a half is better. But I think I think the Jets can go over uh, this number more with Kurtz on the other side. We got Frank Schwab uh, joining us. I want to get Kurtz to take on the Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys are interesting. The Cowboys are like a lot of teams this year. They remind me of the Baltimore debate. Where I hear some people talk about the Cowboys being like a legitimate threat, and other people think they're about to implode and had an awful offseason and their line's going to be worse and all this other stuff. See what George has to say about the, the pokes on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Dallas Cowboys win total. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Plus 105 to the over. Minus 130 to the under. George Kurtz is a uh, lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. George, what's your take on the Cowboys uh, right now? How do you feel? 
Well, they're not as good a team as they were last year, right? They had some some losses here. Randy Gregory's gone. Uh, their wide receiving core is a mess right now. I mean, a complete mess. It's CeeDee Lamb and nobody else, unless people think Jalen Tolbert's going to hit the ground running here. Uh, I think he'll take some time to learn it. Michael uh, Gallup, sort of like Chris Godwin. Gallup can't be trusted, bro. And he's, he's, he's got no ACL anyway. He's probably out the first couple of weeks, so the passing game is going to suffer here. The uh, Tony Romo came out uh, about a month ago and said the cow. He thinks the Cowboys are going to play like it's 2016. And what he means by that is they're going to run, 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 try and eat up the clock, keep the defense off the field, and win it in the fourth quarter. Problem is that game been good at that. Just hasn't been good at that. Sort of winning games when it counts. All right, so. Uh, and the schedule does break down. Well, yeah, 10, I have them around there. I think Philadelphia wins the division. You know, I think that the green team, that thought had a great offseason, the Jets and Eagles here. I think Philadelphia does win the division. Hell, nobody's won it two years in a row since 03, 04 anyway. I don't think that changes this year. But uh, do I put the Cowboys in the you know, contending category? Uh, only if you think that any team that makes the playoffs contends, they might make the playoffs, but this is not a Super Bowl team. No, no, we know the numbers. The numbers tell you over and over again, Dallas will choke when it matters. They won't beat the good teams. Uh, does anybody trust Mike McCarthy? That he's going to rise above everybody and coach this team to a Super Bowl? No way in hell. What does Zeke Elliott have left at this point? Pollard's clearly well, the better back. He's in the greatest shape of his career. Haven't you heard? Well, we saw that last year, and he was terrible still, right? It was weird. Yeah, it's another thing. They don't play the right people. Tony Pollard was the obvious best player last yeah. year. They still wouldn't go to him. It was strange how they went away from him after they had so much success with him. And be interesting. Listen, I'm not a big Callum Moore guy. I'm not. But they win in the regular season. Like you know, that's the one thing with their win total. I wouldn't take. I don't think they can win in the playoffs. But they do win regular season games. Always a pleasure, George. Great stuff. Thanks for the time. Anytime, John. Have a great night. Brett. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.